Live from the Business Radio X studio, welcome to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett, your source for inspiring stories of busy people who have made more time to do what they love. Now, here's your host, Julie Hullett. Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you could join us today. My guest is Donna Dremen. Donna has lived in Nashville for over 25 years and has been a wonderful corporate citizen with all of her volunteer work, multiple board positions, and she is known all over the community for a lot of different things. She currently is the Director of Customer Experience at Ergo. Welcome, Donna. I'm so glad you're able to join us today. Hi there. Good to see you. Um, I've been racking my brain about how we met initially. And I know it's way back there, 2008, <laughs> 2009. Is that it's right? It's been a while. It, it has been a while. And I think I might know the answer. Please, I'm listening. I think our friend Karen Goodwin introduced us. Okay. Okay. A long, long time ago, but I think that might be the connection. Wow. Okay. That is a long time ago. And I was trying to think about because you and I have been at different events together over the mm-hmm. years. So I was thinking that's what it was. Well, good. You saw that mystery for me. Um, <laughs> what's the meaning of life? Do you want to go ahead and answer that? <laughs> As I mentioned, um, well, I mean, like I said, you've kind of been this fixture in my life always in the, but you know, I mean, we don't talk that often, but you know, every six months or so I connect with you and it's like, you never left. So I've always thought you were there. Um And as I mentioned earlier in my comments, you've been an excellent corporate citizen and you've worked with companies like Assurian and Change Healthcare, Postmates, just to name a few. Um, But tell us about Ergo, the company, and exactly what your role is there. Are they new to Nashville or are they a new company in general? Tell me about that. Well, I don't know that they're new to Nashville, but they're about seven years old. Our um, corporate headquarters is in San Jose. Um, But here in Nashville, which happens often, this happened at Postmates too, we have support, sales, and a few other functions here in Nashville. And I love that because that gives me the opportunity to work for these great companies, Um, you know, the California tech companies that come to Nashville for support, et cetera. So I think they've been here about five years in Nashville, but Ergo is unique to me and special to me because what we are trying to do is break the stigma associated with hearing loss. Um, And so we're doing that through our product, which is virtually invisible. It goes in your ear versus over your ear like traditional hearing aids. And um, we're just trying to champion hearing wellness throughout your life. And I'll say one other thing about Ergo is we're looking at all customers because guess what? Um, Your grandparents aren't the only ones who need hearing aids, right? You could have been in the military for years um, around explosives, um, a swimmer for most of your life, just done things over your lifespan that have impacted your hearing and maybe you're just over 40 years old, <laughs> you know? Um, and so, again, breaking that stigma, bringing a virtually invisible product to our customers um, is something that I'm proud of and I'm happy to be a part of Ergo here in Nashville. Excellent. Well, I think one thing I would add to that list of potential causes is rock and roll music. And I'm exactly, <laughs> exactly. I know that impacts us. Um, yes, you get it. Exactly. <laughs> 
And ironically, the last two times I've been out to dinner uh, this uh, week, actually, both people had hearing aids and they were using their phones to adjust the volume and things like that. So um, and and that when I first saw that before, I thought that was pretty high tech stuff. Are you guys beyond that or people doing the same thing with your device? We have the same thing. Okay. We have a compatible app so that you can change based on the setting that you're in. Have you personally tried it just to see what it's like? I did. And? I did. Um, You know, it's hard when you don't have mild to moderate hearing loss. Um, Mm -hmm. So it just, the, the thing that surprised me is I could hear my own voice more clearer. And I don't know who likes the sound of their own voice. Like, I don't like hearing the sound of my own voice. And so I was like, ooh, I need to lower these things. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear that. But um, just the, the range of, of noise that I could hear in the environment that I was in was, was astonishing. So I am sure that it is helping many customers hear life again. That's wonderful. And, and so what's your, do you work remotely or do you go into an office every day or? You know, we have a hybrid model, which is common in corporate America now. So um, we get to work from home Mondays and Fridays. So it's kind of like a long weekend, but not really, but kind of. Um, And then we're in the office the remaining days of the week, just working together and collaborating and um, getting that FaceTime. And I prefer a hybrid model. I I like the collaboration and the in-person stuff. Um, So it's a great mix for me. And as the director of customer experience, what is your specific goal for the company? Um, Have a best-in-class experience and not be compared to other companies in the hearing aid industry, but be the best overall. So when I read our customer comments, when I look at how we're designing our customer experience, I'm looking at companies like Apple and Sony and eBay and Amazon and customers outside of the industry who just do it right. And how do we get it right here at Ergo? Smart. That's a good approach, really. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, and because the whole hearing thing, I would think that's pretty limited and would only just give you a finite amount of data. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, Okay, in addition to that and all your other stuff, you're a mom to two grown sons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to say, I remember their teenage years. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you're on the other side. <laughs> Me too. What an adventure. <laughs> I, and I, if you remember in those days, I referred to you as St. Donna. There's a you reason did. for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I also know that you're a sports fan and you go to a lot of local sporting events you mentioned you. I was asking you about being an expert, and you said designing optimal customer experience, which you just illustrated, and yep. then all things Preds. And I've Correct. seen that demonstrated online, and we'll just leave that there. <laughs> and net promoter score. Now that's market research. Is that what that term comes from? Talk about that. It's a customer loyalty metric that has been around for over 10 years, probably close to 20 years now, and you are probably familiar with it, but you don't know. So I'm sure you've taken a survey and you've been asked the question, how likely are you to recommend this company? Yes. And that is the net promoter question. 
So based on how people respond to that question, based on the rating that you give to that question, a company can determine their loyalty and their repurchase potential and just the overall satisfaction loyalty of their customer base. And so we use that here at Ergo. Um, it's a company metric that is used worldwide, um, but that's what I specialize in. And I feel like I'm part detective sometimes when I try to understand um, when you give us high scores, why is that? When you give a low score, why is that? Um, but it's called NPS or net promoter score. And very common, been around for a while, and you're participating in it without even knowing every time you answer that question on the survey. Well, how about that? I'm going to add that to my resume. I'm an NPS. <laughs> <laughs> so with all those things we just talked about going on, how do you carve out Donna time? I mean, it's not always easy. Um, I have to be intentional within. And, and here's what I learned um, over time is that it's okay to say no. You know, so I've decided, hey, you know, if I get asked to do something, join friends with doing something, if I'm not elated about it, if it's not something I'm really excited about, I can say no. And guess what? My friends won't be mad. They'll invite me somewhere else again <laughs> the next time. Um, and so there's a sort of peace of mind that comes with that when you are choosing to do what you really want to do, what you really think is fun. Now, the other side of that, because I'm a little bit of like a split personality, is that I tend to say yes to everything just because <laughs> I love adventure and I love new things. <laughs> um, but I, I have recognized in myself when it's time to stay home on a Saturday and read a good book, go to yeah. the bell court and, and see a great movie and just get that downtime. Because I, I think that being relaxed and being refreshed is underrated. And there's so much value in just decompressing and then coming back stronger than ever. Amen, sister. I'm with <laughs> you on that one. Absolutely. And as long as I've known you, you've always been like that. You've always had something going on, whether side hustle, social life, kids, dog. I mean, always something going on. And I also know that you like to travel. And like me, you've done some solo trips. Mm -hmm. When you go on those trips, are you able to turn all that off in your brain? Yeah. I mean, so there's, I can't say enough about spending time with yourself. Um, like I said, be it go to a movie by yourself, um, travel by yourself. And so when I do that, I am intentionally doing that to be alert, to look at my surroundings. Because when I, if I go on a solo trip, it's usually a place I really want to go that I haven't been to before, or I want to experience new things. And so I have to be in the moment, taking it all in. And, you know, there's something nice about being able to build your own schedule. <laughs> I can get up when I want to. I can spend as much time in the museum as I want to, it, you know, um, so I I really enjoy time by myself. I I agree with that so much. You know, when I travel by myself, what I find is I meet so many interesting people. That is so true. You're so open. And again, you don't have that agenda. 
You don't have to worry that the person you're with wants to do something different. And I talk to people that normally I would be talking to my companion. So that's a wonderful thing. It really is underrated. That is so true. I will tell you, thank you for reminding me of that because my first solo trip was to Iceland. That's not a humble brag. It's just that I'm a crazy adventurous person. And I think you, you know that about me. So um, I was talking to other people and meeting strangers and I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but through that, I realized that I'm an engaging person. I'm interesting. Like strangers want to talk to me, but if I wasn't by myself to your point, like I would just be had my back to them and talked to whoever I was traveling with. And so um, that was a nice reality check, kind of a reminder that um, I'm interesting. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's it's good to be me, right? (laughs) I'm fun. I'm interesting. And I'm pregnant. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing. So if you did have more free time, how would you use that? If I had more free time, I would spend more time volunteering at Nashville Humane Association or other animal shelters. I just, I just love animals. I'm a dog person. Um, and I just wish I could do more with the animals um, and spend more time maybe as a foster parent or taking a couple dogs on a day trip, something like that. So when you asked that question, I was like, what would I really do? And it's like, you know what? I'd spend more time around dogs. <laughs> <laughs> They're a lot less complicated than humans in my experience. Um, and you that's great segue. You self-published two children's book about mm-hmm. your late dog lady. She was such a gem. She was um, a little doll. Yeah. She was, but <laughs> let's not let's not sanctify her exactly. Or what's the word? <laughs> But she had her moments. <laughs> she she definitely had her moments. Canonized, I guess that's the word. <laughs> so what are the names of those two books? Uh, they're both called Things Lady Likes. Okay. And we have an original edition, and then we have a holiday edition. And really what I was trying to do was just bring some diversity Um into these books through the eyes of Lady. And so one example is we learn in the first book really early on that Lady's adopted. She's from Nashville Humane. Um, And we learn that Lady likes to play with all kinds of dogs, even dogs that don't look like her. And so the natural, for me, like the natural next step was let's do a holiday version for holidays that Lady likes. So we can bring in Diwali and Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and Easter and, you know, the traditional holidays. Um, But again, along that diversity path. So for the young reader, maybe they're learning a little bit about something they didn't know about. And maybe um, a conversation gets started based on things that lady likes. That's brilliant. Well, self-publishing, that's that's kind of a, a mountain there. How, what surprised you about that? You know, it surprised me that it was easy to do until it wasn't. So by that, I mean, I'm published on Amazon. So that's where you can find the books. And, you know, they have a program, Amazon KDP, where you can upload your book and publish it. And so there's some easy things about that process about what's the title of your book? What's it about? You know, et cetera. And then it's not easy when they ask you about 
bleed and upload your diagrams and create a a back cover for your book and like all of these things that just, um, you know, for a first time person, you have to do some education. You have to kind of learn about the publishing business. And so for me, it was, it was easy until it wasn't. And the hardest part for me, um, once I'm ready to publish a new book is actually getting the draft uploaded so that all the pages are aligned and the words are aligned on the page and all of that kind of stuff. Um, it's just not easy for me to do, but once you do it, it's out there in the universe and it's there forever. It does sound like work. <laughs> it, is, it is work, but I'll tell you, I did a little cheat. Like I didn't do the illustrations, right? Okay. I just wrote the story. Um, and I used Fiverr. You may be familiar with Fiverr.com, but there are um, artists and creatives out there that can do illustrations for you. They can record things for you, create music for you. And so my illustrations are done by a lovely lady. She did both of my books and she is in Pakistan and we've never met other than through Fiverr, but she has helped me create these two great books and these two great stories. That's just great. And what a win-win. I mean, for her and for you. And it's so, yeah, it's it's just wonderful. I love it. I've yeah. um, sent her two copies of the book so that she can see the work that she did. The work. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Okay. Um, and another question is, if you had unlimited time, would you be doing more online sports betting? <laughs> You've always been a I mean, gambler. Oh and my gosh. Is that in your DNA or did some uncle teach you that when you were a kid or what's your story? I will tell you what, like I'm a native New Yorker. And so <laughs> my earliest memories are with my dad or my grandparents going to the dog track, going to the horses, um, you know, because a hundred years ago, you could probably bring kids to the track or whatever. Like, I don't know that you can do that now. <laughs> um, and so it's just always been something that we have done. I mean, my grandparents playing card games after Sunday dinner and, you know, there's a little gambling going on. So it's just always been around. Um, and now listen, you know, I bet $5 here, $5 there. Right. Um, but it just makes the games more exciting to watch and in my opinion. Bet. Did you bet on the lottery last week? Did you play that? I bought two tickets. Yes. Okay. Well, I did. Yeah. There, yeah. Next I time. Mean, I'm not crazy. I know where the big money is. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I do try to get in on the big money. <laughs> well, the next time you're going to buy a lottery ticket, why don't you just give the cash to me? <laughs> I think that's the best idea. Done. <laughs> All right. And I always like to pass on tips to my listeners about how to carve out more time for themselves. And obviously, everything we've been talking about, you're a busy person. Mm -hmm. And you talked about being intentional and being okay to say no. Um, any other tip you have for them today? I would say find something that you like to do and just do it by yourself. Maybe it's an art class. Maybe it's going for a hike. Maybe it's exploring a new part of your city, but find something that you want to do and just try to do it by yourself and see what happens. I like that. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. Okay. We're going to play a little word association here. All righty. All right. This is easy peasy. Um, <laughs> coffee or tea? Coffee. 
Okay. Aisle or window? Aisle. Beach or mountain? Beach. Dogs or cats? Dogs. <laughs> Somehow, I knew. All right. Then I'm going to ask you a question here. And it's it's kind of dark, but it's purposeful. Um, we're writing your eulogy. And people can only use two words to describe you. What would you want those two words to be? Oh, I would say two words, huh? Um, Generous. Mm -hmm. Intentional. Beautiful. Thank you. I like those. I mean, if I had four words, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if I had 1,500, it would be your all week. But we got it. <laughs> okay, to wrap up, Donna, um, what talk to how can people find out more about Ergo? Like, where do we direct them and go back to Amazon and talk about your books again? Mm-hmm. So, you can go to ergo.com. And you can find out about the Ergo difference. We actually have a hearing screener that you could take on your time, wherever you'd like to, just to kind of gauge your hearing. And it tells you all about our products. We have a couple of different products um, for all different kinds of customers. So Ergo.com would be the best spot to go to. Um, Also on Ergo.com is a store locator because we've partnered with Victra, which is part of Verizon Wireless. And so there are some stores that have a hearing screener there and have our product for sale. So Ergo.com is the best place to go. Um, If you are interested in getting a copy or copies of Things Lady Likes, you can go to Amazon.com. Okay. And you can find it there. Lady has um, an Instagram page, Things Lady Likes, a children's book. She's on Instagram. So you can see our free book Fridays. You can see our Lady Likes to Give Back program where we donate copies of books or do readings in elementary schools, all kinds of stuff. Wonderful. Well, thank you. And and thanks so much for taking time to be here today. I know you could have been doing online gambling. and <laughs> I'm just glad I survived the lightning round. I did not know what that was going to be about. So I did it. I made it. Yes, you did. You get points (laughs) for that. All right. Thanks again. Of course. And thank you all for listening. If you have any questions about the podcast, please connect with me on LinkedIn or Instagram. I answer all messages. Thanks again. And we will see you soon. And now here's a time-saving tip. There are already tons of systems in society to save you time. Take, for example, auto refill at your pharmacy. There are a few things worse than getting to the bottom of your prescription and realizing you have to make time to run to the pharmacy on your lunch break, only to realize the pharmacist is also on their lunch break. Rather than going through that whole song and dance of lunchtime rush, set up all your prescriptions on auto refill. When you use that, you'll get text or phone call when your prescription is ready with no waiting in long lines, no last minute refills, and no lapse between doses. This is just one of the ways that you can work smarter and not harder. Thanks for tuning in to Time Well Spent with Julie Hullett. This show is brought to you by Julie Hullett Concierge, LLC, a personal concierge service in Nashville, Tennessee. Learn more at juliehullett.com.